following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you'll be right there in on the action when it comes to college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, pro golf, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Producer? Hey, you a producer? Hey, what do you do? I produce. I thought you were executive producer. No, I'm a producer. His interview will end. Our fourth anniversary on the Michigan Sports Network, the HUGE Show's fourth anniversary tomorrow when we're live and we're doing a special marketing partner fourth anniversary live show on Soundstage One at the Collaborative Lab in Comstock Park. It's not open to the public. Listeners will be able to see the video. I think you can go to Michigan Sports Network on YouTube and watch it tomorrow, 3 until 6. I let... Martin Scorsese, Boer, and Jeff Moneyshot Morton know that I'm not doing TV all the time. I think TV for sports radio sucks. But we're doing a big show. So this is like Herman Moore, Tom Izzo, John Beeline, Drew Neitzel. This, this is a big presentation. And I've seen some of the work already. My conversation with Izzo... And Superfly Hayes will end the show with a video that will not get bumped. No matter what happens, we all get excited. Hey, Herman, how you doing? What about the draft? What's going on? Hey, Nitsa, what about March Madness? Is, uh, are you kidding me? Get a T.O., baby. John Beeline. No. My thank you interview to Brett Hayes will end our live on-air show, which the audio will go to all of our... Huge network affiliates across this state. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. And the video feed will be live. Just search Michigan Sports Network on YouTube. I think you can listen and watch Anthony Bellino. But, you know, Boer and Morton are like, we need to do... I'm not doing TV. I'm in the radio business. That's what I'm doing. And when I'm done in radio, I'm doing a podcast that people pay for and I can say anything I want to. So I'm going to do radio for next 20 years if I have to. But when I'm done, I'm doing a podcast where I can say anything. I don't mind doing this TV thing. I was surprised how good I look for being 61. 
And Superfly did a great job on the couch. I had a, really, it's a set. It's a soundstage, what the Collaborative Lab does for businesses, for bands, for music video. I mean, everything. It's big time. Hannah, our director, when, when she told me earlier today, I've never been annoyed with anybody more in my life than you. And I've known her for five days. I go, get in line with the rest of the women who've been in my life. Get in line. This is a text from Martin Scorsese Boer. As executive producer, Bill, I would love to see your shoulder turn a little left towards the camera where it looks like you're talking to the people. You know, my reply to Martin Scorsese Boer was, stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Johnny Brand Sr. just said that he'll be at the event. Paul Radlinski from Applied Innovation, one of Michigan's fastest growing companies. He'll be there. Greg Harris said he's down in Fort Lauderdale and sends his best for the fourth anniversary. Who else is boo-boo telling me he's coming? It's, it's going to be great. You know, it's our clients, and then the listeners can see it, and then we plan on doing a listener event uh, before the football season. We got Mike Gusweiler for the West Michigan Sports Commission, partners with us through Van Andel Arena, DeVos Place, and DeVos Performance Hall. Renee Dudek, who is a longtime agency rep. This is cool. It's going to be great. Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Tom Rosenbach from Bean Garner. My conversations, my first video interviews with Beeline and Izzo and Herman Moore. Wow. And then Drew Knights will be live on stage with me. It'll be like what I looked like when I was 21 in terms of weight and what I look like now at 61. It'll be a before and after. I was asking Renee, the director, you know what? We got a before and after camera. Yeah, we do. Knights will stand in on this X. I'm on this X. Nobody tells me where to stand. I roam where I want to. So I think you can just uh, check the Michigan Sports Network YouTube channel. I'm not sure. I'm in the radio business. And I'm going to be in the radio business until the people don't want to listen and the advertising partners don't want to connect with us. And when that happens, I'm going to do a podcast where people are going to pay X amount of dollars each month and I'm going to say anything about anything and I'm going to be totally free. Not free to listen, but free of my words. Which I tell it like it is on this show. I do. Graham Couch has ventured into TV, movies, videos. He's a multimedia star with Couch in the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts. Also, his Twitter feed is awesome. Graham, C-O-U-C-H. If I have to spell Couch for you, you have some issues. And Lansing State Journal opinion maker. Want to get his thoughts on Michigan State, Big Ten Tournament, March Madness. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Graham? Hold on one second. What do you... Who'd you, who'd you bring up? Oh, it's Safey. Safey, you're there. You there? Am I through? Yeah. Yeah, I'm you're there. through. Uh, Superfly put up Graham Couch at 5.05. And I did that long intro, and it's Clayton Safey. <laughs> it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm upset that I'm lowering our expectations, but I did a great little lead-in. 
uh, to uh, Graham yeah, Couch, and all of a sudden it's Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com. It was complete silence. You you sounded like the last time I asked a woman out to dinner last week. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was through. I thought maybe he called me early, and I was waiting for Graham Couch. Yeah, and I was he made I'm, I'm going to rip this up right now. I'm just ripping up the show sheet right here. There you go. I did an awesome little segue from a mini huge opinion right in, thinking I'm going to Graham Couch. Now, I I have to tell you, Clayton, that I don't want to sound like we're disappointed you're there and not Graham Couch, right? That's all right. No, that's all right. I uh, understand. I'm just going to rip this up. I'm really upset. <laughs> I don't think I'm playing the thank you interview from the Collaborative Lab tomorrow with Superfly Hayes. I think that's going to hit the getting bumped uh, thing, but we'll deal with that. All right. Uh, the Michigan game, man, the last two Michigan games, the same same vibe feeling that Michigan was in control, coming back, storming back, looked like they were going to get W's at Assembly Hall in Champaign, or at Assembly Hall yesterday in Bloomington, before that in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, now... It's Rutgers and a Purdue win. I think their only path to hearing their name on Sunday. Yeah, it would have been so much easier if they could have won one of those two games. It, it did kind of feel like the same story, especially with when you have multiple shots, the potential game-winning shots, and you're not able to get it done. Uh, and, you know, they kind of uh, peed down their leg a little bit at the end with Kobe Buffkin passing to, to Hunter Dickinson with two seconds left. I've never seen... A guy try to do that, pass it up when when you really have no time left to a seven foot uh, player uh, at half court. But um, you know, so that's kind of been the story of the season. They've lost a ton of close games. That's twelve losses now by uh, two possessions or less, hmm. or in overtime, uh, which is just going to kind of be that thing that everybody looks back at with this Michigan team, unless they find a way to to put some magic together here in Chicago coming up this weekend. I agree with you. I mean, you, you got to beat Rutgers. Then you get a prime opportunity, albeit a, a very tough challenge, against Purdue on Friday. Uh, then you do that. I'd say you're probably over the 50% mark of getting a bid, but would definitely seal it, I think, with a win over either Michigan State or Iowa or whoever makes it through uh, that kind of 4-5 path when you look at it on the Big Ten tournament bracket. So, I mean, there's an opportunity there, but, man, it, it was the much better opportunity was these last couple games. And I will say this, you know, Michigan's playing like a team that is good enough to – not just get in the tournament, but, you know, win a game or two. I mean, those are two hostile environments that they barely lost in. But at some point, this is who you are. You know, you've got to find a way to win those games, especially when you lost to Central Michigan and, and a bunch of other teams earlier on in the season. Dug this hole for yourself. So really disappointing. And, uh, you know, it looks like most likely uh, Michigan will probably not make the tournament for the first time since 2015. Mm. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here in the huge show across Michigan. I don't know, because quality losses have been discussed a lot with the college football playoff committee and their weekly uh, releases of their rankings. And when the, you know, the playoff committee chair will talk before, during, and after. Uh, but I've never heard the word quality losses used a lot when it comes to the NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah, I feel like it's more about just avoiding the disastrous losses, which Michigan didn't do this season, losing to Central uh, back on December 29th. It's funny, you're, I was watching that game on a phone uh, down in Arizona covering the Michigan football Fiesta Bowl, and it's just funny to think back at how consequential that game was. If, if that would have gone differently, I think Michigan's path would be 
little bit easier this week, even with all the close losses they've had, even in the Big Ten season. So that is going to come back to bite them. I think when you're comparing resumes between Michigan and a lot of these other bubble teams, it's going to be the, the stain that, that they look at and maybe separate uh, one of these other teams, like a Rutgers, who, you know, I think if Rutgers loses to Michigan on Thursday, they're probably out, uh, probably for sure. And then, you know, Penn State is fighting for a bid. Wisconsin's fighting for a bid. You know, but the difference between Michigan and those bubble teams, and not just the ones in the Big Ten, but the other ones as well, is that Central Michigan loss uh, and, and the lack of quad one wins. When you look at Michigan's resume, though, there are a couple things you got to watch, and I'm writing right now a, a rooting guide for Michigan fans this week because you're not just, you know, it's, it's not this black and white where you win two games, you're in. You need other things to happen as well, as we know. And Michigan State right now, 31 in the net. If they move up to 30, that turns into a quad one win. Pittsburgh is at 58, I believe. If they move up to top 50, since Michigan beat them by 30 on a neutral floor, that will move to a quad one win. And then if you do what you're supposed to do, win a couple games, you could you could have seven quad one wins coming out of this weekend. Then I think they'd be tough to uh, to leave out. So you got to watch the other games as well. So in one respect, it could be an exciting week, but also I think Michigan fans are pretty disappointed coming off the weekend. Well, two games you have to win. Rutgers plays a lot of defense. They've struggled offensively here at the end of the season. And you have Purdue, who still is playing for a one seed, but I don't know if a – one or two matters as much as a team that's played hard all season getting some rest. So how motivated will Purdue be to win a tournament? Not in their home state. It's not an Indy. It's in Chicago. That will be an interesting dynamic to watch. For sure. I was thinking about that with Purdue as well. I will say this, like, you know, they're four and four in their last eight. They've kind of stumbled here down the stretch, which is amazing, even though they won the big 10 by three games. So give them credit for doing that. But you know, they definitely have come down to life a little bit. So I do wonder what their motivation is going to be like going into this. You know, will they say, hey, let's try to get some momentum going before the NCAA tournament? I think if they, you know, at least get to Sunday in the Big Ten tournament, they're looking at probably a one seed. So that's another motivation factor as well. But you never, you just never know with these teams coming in. Like last year, remember Iowa? I think we talked about it. And I remember saying, like, this just feels like a team that really wants that thing. And, and sure enough, they ended up winning it. Uh, I was talking to Spike Albrecht, Michigan's former guard, uh, a few weeks ago, and he was saying back in 2013 when they made it all the way to the national title game, they didn't really care about the Big Ten tournament, and they bowed out in their second game there in a quarterfinal against Wisconsin back then. Uh, so, and you know that was a team that ended up making it all the way to the Final Four. So you just never know with some of these teams. Uh, if you're Michigan, you hope maybe Purdue continues to play the way they have lately, uh, and you're the more motivated team, but. Uh, I will give Michigan credit for laying it on the line the last two games and coming back after that devastating double overtime loss Thursday, just a couple days later, in Assembly Hall, facing that environment. It was impressive that they came back and controlled the the game for for the most part, but it was kind of all for naught. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. I didn't almost forget it. I almost said Graham Couch again. Graham Couch from the Atlanta State (laughs) Journal will be joining us in our next segment. Uh, All those close losses... And again, it's hard to say, okay, well, the team played hard enough to get to that point, but the strategy side of finishing out, uh, whether that's on the players uh, for not executing, is that on Howard and his staff? Uh, When you look at the ability not to close out winnable games, who do you pin it on the most? Yeah, it's tough to paint it with a super broad brush because there are just so many instances this year. Um, 
so the the number one thing is they have not been able to get it done. When you look at it closer, um, I think it's been a, a combination. I, I really liked what they drew up at the end of double overtime against uh, Illinois on Thursday night. And then Joey Baker airballs a three. I know Jet Howard fouled out. You'd probably rather have him or somebody else taking that shot. But I still thought it was a clean look. And one of the reasons why he was open is because he was Joey Baker. Uh, then you look at what Michigan drew up at the end of the game against Indiana in regulation, and they try posting up Hunter Dickinson with Jet Howard throwing the entry in there. Indiana blows it up, uh, and then Jet Howard passes over to, to Dickinson on a, on a three-point shot that doesn't go. He's been good from three, but but not in that moment right there. I know he made the one against Wisconsin, but I feel like you could have got a better look. Kobe Buskin, who was controlling that game, didn't even get a touch. So I thought that was probably on the coaching, but there, there are countless other examples. Um, and I will say this, coming out, you know, whatever happens this weekend and beyond, potentially in the postseason for Michigan, I think a big focus of this offseason has got to be on some of those uh, crunch time scenarios. Uh, the other thing is you don't want to be in so many close games. You know, I mean, at best, they're probably coin flips. I know some teams are better than others. And Michigan's young. But you got to be a little bit better, uh, you know, to, to not be in those situations when you're up 10 in the second half or 12 like they were yesterday. So that that's part of it, too. I mean, I don't remember a season. I don't know if you do either, uh, Bill, but uh, a season with this many close games in general for Michigan. So part of it is just winning by eight or winning by six, I think, would help. A heck of a lot as well. Well, when you look at the Big Ten men's tourney field uh, for this week down in Chicago, Clayton, every team you can kind of say some are playing well. You mentioned Purdue's four and four in their last eight. Minnesota had a nice win over Rutgers. You, you look at Nebraska, who won at Iowa. I, there, there's not one game that I look at or a path where I go, this team's in trouble or this team can coast. Both sides yeah, of the bracket. I'm- we, t- we said it last week, it's going to be chaos. And then, you know, that was before we even knew what the bracket looked like. And now I look at it, and I could see a number of things happen. Look at the Wednesday game between Ohio State and Wisconsin. Uh, that's going to be appointment television if you're a Big Ten fan because Wisconsin's fighting for a bid. Ohio State isn't playing that poorly, even though they're the 13th seed. So it's amazing that it's gotten to this point. Penn State is actually a team I'm, I'm going to watch. They're desperate for an NCAA tournament bid as well. They've won five out of their last six. And with their three-point shooting and the way they spread the floor, they're not out of any game. They've had two massive comebacks in the last week uh, and some huge wins down the stretch here. So I think them playing Illinois is going to be intriguing. What is Maryland going to do? They've only won two games this year uh, on the road, and now they're going away from College Park where they were so good in in Big Ten play but now have to win uh, in the Midwest, which is you know something they haven't done a whole lot of this year, or if at all. So, uh, you know, but then Michigan State's playing good basketball. Northwestern has their veteran guards, and Indiana has looked like a top-ten team at times. So I don't know who's going to win this thing, but whoever does, it's going to be pretty well-deserved. Well, if you're a Michigan fan, you're rooting for Ohio State to beat Wisconsin, and Michigan wins against Rutgers, and all of a sudden their stock against Wisconsin uh, rises. You mentioned the Buckeyes. They're, and I looked at that bracket, and I started to say, is it is it shocking to think that Ohio State could run the table? Could they play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, do a little old school Jerry McNamara and Syracuse in the Big East tourney back in the day? Yeah, I mean, they could. And look at Iowa, who's sitting there to play that winner. We don't know what Iowa team's going to show up. Is it going to be the one that ran Indiana out of Assembly Hall on, what, Tuesday or Wednesday last week? Or is it going to be the one that just lost at home to Nebraska on senior day? Uh, when you have, what, probably a couple of McCaffreys were getting honored or whatever. 
they got going on over there. So I don't know what, what Iowa team is going to show up. That provides a clear path, and Michigan State is playing well, as we said, and, and we'll be waiting for them. But I could see Ohio State putting together. You know, they got talent. Um, and, yeah, you're right. Michigan fans are rooting for Ohio State, which is amazing, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, they're rooting for Illinois, a team that they don't really like right. that much, but they, they got to beat Penn State. So, um, you know, you're, you're kind of pulling for those teams right now and, and hoping that, you know, you can get the help you need. But first and foremost, you got to win your games. And, uh, you know, Rutgers is, I think, a pretty good matchup for Michigan. They won that game in Piscataway by 13. So that's, you know, a good sign. But they're desperate as well. So it's going to be laying it on the line again. And uh, maybe a few days off here will, will help. I think Michigan, three straight overtime games, pretty, uh, pretty crazy. So they got to get their legs back. And they're playing as good as anybody in the conference. I mean, you think at Illinois, at Indiana, and you're shot away from winning uh, both of those games. Coulda, woulda, shouldas, even if you just would have won against IU last night. Should be interesting down in Chicago, to say the least. TheWolverine.com will have full team coverage of Michigan during the Big Ten tournament. And if they advance to the NCAA or uh, the NIT, that's at TheWolverine.com. Clayton, appreciate the conversation. Have a great Monday night. You too. Have a great week. All right, this is Clayton Safey joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. I did mention on Thursday I'll be live from the Ultimate Outdoor Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. I mentioned that Tony Gates, the outdoor legend and radio living legend, uh, will join me at the end of every hour. We'll talk to some of the biggest names when it comes to fishing and hunting and the outdoors in Michigan. And he's been sending me some text about, you know, things for the audience who love to fish. And if you want to be in the master class when it comes to baiting and looking for things like freshwater fishing bait, worms, leeches, minnows, crawfish, crickets, grasshoppers. If you're in the saltwater fishing, sea worms, eels, crabs, shrimp. Tell you what, I'm getting hungry reading some of these baits out there, especially on the saltwater side. It looks like a seafood platter. And also the Ultimate Sport Show Tour, the first 250 people on each day of the show will get a free lure from Stopper Lure Company or Eppinger. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place, the Ultimate Outdoor Show, Ben Nielsen uh, from the Outdoor Show will join us. Final Outdoor Show and just had the final boat show for a show legend, uh, a man who made it twins, his babies. The GR Boat Show and the Outdoor Show. Henry Boucher from Showspan is final show. We'll talk to Henry on the broadcast on Thursday. And then Tony Gates. He's known as one of the great baiters, a master uh, in his class. And again, he'll be giving advice for the hunter and the fisherman and the outdoorsman at the Outdoor Show. And he'll be with us Thursday. Eric Zane. A couple weeks ago, filling in, Tony Gates with me live Thursday from the Outdoor Show. Also, uh, Henry Boucher wanted me to remind everybody that if you want to get in free and also help fight hunger, sportsmen uh, against hunger, on Thursday, and this is Thursday only, uh, all attendees get in free with a sack of groceries for the annual Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger food drive. Simply bring the groceries to the RV out front of DeVos Place. That will be on Thursday only. Okay? Non-perishable goods. Bring that sack of groceries to the RV out front of DeVos Place in downtown GR. The annual Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger Food Drive being led by 
the radio and outdoor legend, Tony Gates. And he'll join us Thursday on the show. And we'll hear from Ben Nielsen from the Outdoor Show before this hour is over. We'll switch and talk about Michigan State in the Big Ten tourney. Uh, Selection Sunday, what line will they be on? Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal will join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, do you want to bring the action right into the palm of your hand? Now you can with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, any new customer can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets. All you have to do is download the DraftKings app, and then when you sign up, use the promo code HUGE. Then bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's DraftKings Sportsbook. Pistons return to action tonight at home against Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Detroit trying to snap a seven-game losing skid, and they'll have to do it without Boyan Bogdanovich, without Jalen Duran, and without Isaiah Stewart. Yet James Wiseman and Killian Hayes were both on the injury report as questionable. This is one tall order. If Wiseman can't go, that leaves one healthy big. Marvin Bagley III. Bagley coming off a 20-point, 13-rebound, three-block performance last time out against Cleveland. Tip-off tonight at 7. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. 
Bud Light, huge question of the day. How many wins does Michigan now need in the Big Ten tourney to hear their name this Sunday as part of the NCAA men's tournament field? We can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank, proud new partner with the HUGE Show. They have locations all across Michigan, close to wherever you're listening right now. You can also comment at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They do have a few home games remaining this season inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Ticket info at Ticketmaster.com and also the Van Andel Arena box office and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of hoops, let's go talk about Michigan State. They get the double by. They'll open up on Friday in Chicago. Uh, looks like a sure seven seed. Maybe if they win the Big Ten, as high as six. Who knows what happens in the other conference tournaments? Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, Couch and the Rube podcast, wherever you download podcast. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Graham? I'm good, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, your thoughts on this Michigan State team? Uh, you know, both Michigan and Michigan State, tough to figure out. They've had stretches where you're like, you know what, they look like a top 15, top 16 team, and other stretches where you're like, uh, they're not going to the tournament. State now is a lock for the NCAA tournament. Uh, Izzo's thoughts on the Big Ten tourney? Yeah, I mean, it, it, and obviously things changed rapidly on Sunday because it looked like Michigan State was going to have to play Thursday, and then every thing that they needed to have happen, and really which started in the middle of the week, did, and they wound up with the, the number four seed and getting the double bye. And, you know, they, they what's interesting about Michigan State is just how different they are um, than they were a couple weeks ago in terms of how they're winning been playing and even in the game they lost to Iowa and this was a team that did not score uh, did not reach 80 points in their first 15 Big Ten games and then has done it um, four straight and is just is overwhelming teams at times with offense and shooting and you know I don't know to what degree everything is sustainable but some of the things that have transpired are and, and Jaden Aikens becoming a, a serious threat in the real confident player and, and um, he was sh- his shooting percentage was fine all year but that that has changed sort of who they are um, and which makes them more interesting I don't think it makes them matchup proof I still think they're they're flawed in certain ways and not a great defensive rebounding team not a team that can't run into a matchup especially the five that's a real problem for them but certainly a team that, that I would think would be scary to uh, just about everybody they face Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal joining us. So, uh, are they a Sweet 16 team? Uh, are they a get to Sunday in the Big Ten tourney team now that we're into March? Uh, how do you think Michigan State basketball will finish the season? Yeah, I mean, it's like anything, right? Matchups. And, uh, you know, we don't know who they'll play in the NCAA tournament. Um, but right now, some people have them already as a six seed. I think if they were to. Uh, beat Iowa or whoever is there in that that Friday quarterfinal and get to Purdue, they'll, they'll probably have a pretty good chance at that. Um, and you know, and then from a six, they they you know they could face somebody who's obviously going to they could face Gonzaga, who's every bit capable of beating them in a six three matchup. But I think they're they're a fifty fifty team in winning that. And most six three matchups, that's who they are, and and that's 
really all you can ask is to be in a very different place than you've been the last few years, even last year where you're sort of facing a team, you're, you're trying to upset a team in the second round and, and winning would, you know, is not something that's expected. I think this is a team that thinks it can make a run and, and that's, that's sort of a, uh, a new place in, in terms of getting this, like they have Purdue, if they get to Saturday in the big 10 tournament, and, you know, the other thing about the big 10 tournament is I'm, and I'm probably more on this than, than other people feel this way, but I, I mean, I don't think it's all that. And, you know, I mean, coaches will tell you, not everybody wants to win it. Not everybody enters with the same level of desperation. And I think that's why it's a secondary championship in the big 10 of the regular season. I think it's a lot less important. And I think at times, like I do not think it's helpful for anybody to play four games in four days and then turn around and maybe play Thursday in Sacramento or somewhere in the NCAA tournament. And there are years where you can see that in teams. They don't care if they're there. I'll, I'll insist to this day, the year that Michigan State beat Michigan in the Big Ten tournament final in 2019, the most recent time, Cassius Winston in that quarterfinal against Ohio State was ready to check out. He was They'd won the regular season title. They were getting ready for the postseason, which they made the final four. And the game he played was the worst game I'd seen him play all season. And Foster Lawyer that day happened to hit four three-pointers, and they beat Ohio State, and then they were in the fight, and they wound up playing Michigan for a third time and beating them, and it worked out. But, um, I, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong for most of these teams. Purdue, um, you know, there will be desperate teams. Michigan will be one of them, and that's what makes this tournament interesting is that what you have this year is more teams that are a little bit desperate or at least motivated that are also capable, and usually those two things don't always fall in line. Like Michigan right now I think is at times playing – like a team that could make a postseason run, they can't finish games. They got off to an awful start this year, so they're going to have to do a lot of a lot of work. But like Michigan, Purdue on Friday morning or Friday at noon, that's a that's a great game because Michigan might need that to get to the NCAA tournament. And so, and you cannot fake desperation. And Purdue won't be desperate. And so there will be something uh, something to that. Yeah, because Purdue's a sure to two seed. That's the that's the floor here. And I know the one seed debate between them and UCLA, and does a one mean what? You know, one's not going to mean UCLA is going to stay out west. Would they rather be a, a two out west? And you're Purdue, you're a one or a two. Uh, do you want a couple of extra days of rest for your team if you're Matt Painter? Because it's they, they've been laboring here four and four in their last eight. And I'm telling you, top to bottom, even with Minnesota, what they did to Rutgers, how they played the final week. I've never seen a Big Ten tournament where I have no clue who the best team is. No clue. Well, and, and, I mean, just just look at Sunday. The Northwestern wound up as the two seed. Had they lost that game, I believe they would have been the nine seed. <laughs> that, is, that is an incredible thing on the final game of the regular season on a Sunday night to have the swing be from the two to the nine. And, and it just tells you how tightly bunched up um, this is. And and each team has their own you know motivations and, and um you know, one of the things the Big Ten, the Big Ten has sort of assured that the Big Ten tournament is a secondary deal by leaving that championship game on Sunday and by for years making that game inconsequential to the bracket for the most part, to the NCAA tournament bracket, which, you know, and, and that has hurt Big Ten teams at times. I mean, they, they, they have sold out for the wanting the, the lead in, CBS lead in to the selection show, and that's fine. Um, but if you want motivated teams going into that, if you want, like, you don't even have time to celebrate at the Big Ten Tournament Championship. It's like 10 minutes of confetti, and you're in a room watching the brackets. 
There's no time to write a story. Nobody wants to read it. Nobody really cares all that much. If you cared about that as a true championship, you would uh, you'd have a Saturday. And you know the other thing is, and for years, I mean, a place like Michigan State didn't even put a banner up for the Big Ten tournament championship. Now they changed that. I think once they started having some success in it, and but it's just to me, it's an it, you know that's why mid-major conference tournaments are so amazing. Sometimes is because you've got everybody's desperate. There's one bid, and you just see these seniors playing for their dreams, and you don't get that always at the Big Ten. But I think this year, because there are a lot of teams that think, hey, we can put together a few games, or you know, we can beat these guys. We already did it during the regular season. I think there are a number of teams that, that are desperate and capable, and that great and interesting dynamic. His name is Graham Couch, a Lansing State Journal opinion maker. Also, Couch and the Rube podcast is available wherever you download podcasts. Joining us from Lansing, Graham. Uh, enjoy the ride in March. We'll talk again soon. Look forward to it, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Couch checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. We do have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join the fun and become a puzzle master. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is back for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle event on March 11th. This family-friendly event will raise funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Learn more at VAI.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolo Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolo Ultra Organic 
seltzer made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Ben Nielsen for the ultimate outdoor show happening Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. If you're in the hunting, fishing, the outdoors, this is a statewide destination for everybody listening Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. Ben Nielsen from the Ultimate Outdoor Show, Sports Show, Fishing, Hunting, you name it. Uh, whatever you love in the outdoors in Michigan, it's happening Thursday through Sunday in downtown Grand Rapids at DeVos Place. Ben is standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Bill? Doing good. Uh, let's talk about what's happening Thursday through Sunday for the outdoorsmen, the families, anybody who's into hunting, fishing, the outdoors, what's going down and what can they see at the Ultimate Outdoor Show? Well, that's just it. I mean, it really is kind of a celebration for the outdoors. And, you know, whether it's, you know, Lake Ultimate, the giant lake that's got boats floating in it, or the trout pond for the kids, there's a rock climbing wall, uh, the hog trough, not to mention all the seminars that we're going to have going on, uh, nonstop action. Uh, what's your favorite, Ben? I know we talk all the time, and you and Henry Boucher, and it will be Henry's final uh, outdoor show, great man, the GR Boat Show and the Outdoor Show as babies. You stepped in uh, to be his right-hand guy along with your team. Uh, what what really is a favorite thing you look forward to every year in downtown Grand Rapids at DeVos Place at the Outdoor Show? I'm going to tell you my favorite thing is the trout pond, you know, and, and the reason I say that, when I was a kid, I went to that trout pond, you know, and it really kind of got me into fishing at a young age. And, you know, now when I go there, I see generations of people, uh, you know, with the kids and getting them involved in fishing. And uh, obviously it's a sport that's near and dear to my heart and everybody can do it. Uh, it's a great sport to do. Uh, what's it, With all the advancements in technology, I think I asked you this question when we were down at uh, the Detroit Outdoor Show back in January, but uh, what's the latest and greatest that combines technology with enjoying the outdoors? Well, what would that be that they could see this weekend at DeVos Place? The biggest thing right now, kind of in the electronics world, fishing-wise, is the kind of the invention of what they call live imaging. All right? So what that really is, is it's, it's, a, it's a fish finder that will look out in front of your boat and actually see the fish underwater, it's kind of like cheating a little bit because you can actually see the fish in front of you and know exactly where to cast, and you can watch your lure fall down. It's almost like a video game. You know, I mean, it's getting that advanced right now. Uh, and, and so, you know, there's a lot of that at the show. There'll be several different manufacturers there, uh, and you can see everything on display. Ben Nielsen, uh, Thursday through Sunday, the ultimate uh, sports show at DeVos Place in downtown GR, if you're into the outdoors, this is the place. Ben, I'll see you on Thursday. Outstanding. We'll see you then, Bill. All right, and by the way, on Thursday, uh, one day only, uh, you can bring a sack of groceries, non-perishable goods, for the annual Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger Food Drive. Tony Gates uh, will join us live there this weekend. Simply bring the groceries to the RV parked out front 
in downtown GR at DeVos Place. And this is Thursday only. All attendees will get in free with a sack of non-perishable groceries for the annual Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger Food Drive. Just bring those groceries to the RV parked out front and a lot going on. Uh, so much. Uh, Big Buck Night West, taped Thursday night at 6 p.m. by Jimmy and Jenny for Michigan Outdoors TV. Ben mentioned Lake Ultimate, uh, the Timberworks Lumberjacks show, world-famous woodland woodcarvers display, the hog trough, trout pond, rock climbing wall, more fishing, tackle, fishing trips, fishing boats than ever before. You'll see it this weekend, Thursday through Sunday, the ultimate sports show at DeVos Place in downtown GR, and I'll be there live on Thursday. And I think Tony Gates is joining me to talk about hunting and fishing at the end of every hour. The living outdoor and radio legend, Mr. Tony Gates. That will be Thursday through Sunday. If you're into the outdoors, get to DeVos Place in downtown GR. Now, if you missed any of our interviews, my huge opinions, our hours, and our full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show and catch up on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.